Cole Barstool. All right, so I've got JR, John Robinson, my backup CEO, business manager, back on the show, which means we're going to be talking entrepreneurship stuff. And today's topic will be designing your entrepreneurial life, which is good timing because I'm in the process of writing a blog post. It's actually a private post just for my Power Hitters Club entrepreneurship group. Um, It's along the lines of this. It's about scheduling your time. It's about prioritizing. It's about ultimately living the entrepreneurial life that you want to live. Uh, so I found this really, really uh, interesting. It's, it's useful. It's helpful. It's based off of a worksheet that JR has created. I think you're going to enjoy this. It could be beneficial to you too. Um, at the end of this, if you are interested in joining PHC Entrepreneurs, which is, again, private community just for entrepreneurs, um, I am opening it to the public very shortly, but if you'd like more info on this, drop me an email at info at johnloomer.com. I'm uh, going to break down you know, what you can expect from it, find out if it's a good fit, all that kind of stuff. Hope you enjoy this. Sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here's another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on entrepreneurship. So I've got JR, John Robinson, my backup CEO, my business manager back on with me today. JR, how you doing? A lot better now that the Philadelphia Woo! Eagles won the Super Bowl. You know, I... It's funny. I, I am only a fan of one team per sport. I don't. I've never understood people who are fans for multiple. But there's the thing that comes really, really close to being a diehard fan of a team is a hatred for another team. Right. So like all like and and I, I don't even care about a Super Bowl or World Series or whatever unless there's someone I can hate. because my team is usually not in it. So if there's that's someone I can hate, then it's just like, yeah, who cares? So no, I, that was very enjoyable. Sorry for all the Patriots fans out there, mm-hmm. all three of you. But anyway, what are you drinking today? Ooh, I'm on some good old oh, water. Oh yes, me too. See, yeah, I am. One of these days. But hold on, hold what? on, hold on. So the glass that I have is Scott Brewing. From Durango, Colorado. How about that, I've never even heard of Scott Brewing. I don't. I I don't know why. I I think I got this glass at a brewery here that they were giving away glasses, and I guess Scott Brewing was at the brewery I was at. How about so that? I'm at least drinking out of a glass that was intended for That's beer. Exciting. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring back some ice cold beverages that are not water one of these days. Um, like today, I've got to get JJ from school in an hour and a half and then take him straight to baseball lessons, like four hours worth, three hours worth. So I can't really be smelling like alcohol, but, you know, it's life of a dad. Uh, what do you want to talk about today, JR? Well, I would love to get into the weeds with designing the entrepreneur's life. 
And I think that's what I said I was going to talk about today. You said designing your entrepreneurial life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll say, you know, for those that don't know uh, that, John, I feel that we were very intentional in designing your life, uh, your entrepreneurial life and how it fits with your family life. So I wanted to kind of go into that and some of the the things that we've talked about and some of the questions that I've, I've put out there to you over the years to get us to this, I would call it as balanced as a life as you could make it. I mean, I don't believe in balance. I think uh, we're always moving. You know, everything's not going to be equally balanced. And with that said, let's go off into what do you think about balance? Do you believe there's such a thing as Work-life balance? I think so. Um, now, balance, not to be confused with you're always happy and satisfied. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think there's this unrealistic expectation. Uh, I'm going to reach balance and then everything's going to be perfect. I, mean, I think there's always battles in your life, no matter where you are, um, even if you engineer it the way you want it. But um, I, I would say that I'm at, and, and this is actually kind of, it's interesting we're talking about this because I'm, I'm, I started a blog post that I guess isn't really, it's, it's for uh, PhD entrepreneurs only. Uh, so it's not going to be a public post. It's all about uh, scheduling my, my time and my life and my week. And, and there's a lot of balance in it. And so I think a lot of what we forget to do um, is understand when we're putting together our schedule and determining whether or not it's going to be balanced or not. Is like keeping having priorities, feeding that schedule from both your life and for your business, as opposed to what I think most entrepreneurs do, or just people in general do. They're like, these are all the things I got to do for my business. If I've got time, I'll squeeze in life, and that's where you go out of whack and you got no balance. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you with that. And I think that that also comes from a position of scarcity. Because when I listen to you, it sounds like, oh, man, this is about protecting time that you don't have, getting to do things that you have to get done. Or if you don't, it is anxiety, it's stress, it creates more problems. So it it's, feels like it comes from a chasing your tail design. And I know that... There's nothing wrong with that. That's how some people design their days, design their weeks, their ideal weeks. I also think if we flip that upside down and come from a state of abundance, and you know when I ask how many hours you have in a week, a lot of people say 40, 50 hours. And we all have 168, 24 times 7. But we think of hours in a week as work week. So... Hmm. I think 168 hours in a week is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a, I think it's a lot. And if I gave you a dollar for every hour at the beginning of each week, you'd have $168. And when you look at time like that, and if I said, hey, do you have 50 cents of $168 to invest in running, meaning a half an hour? You do a half an hour running once a week. 50 cents of $168. Or... Can you invest $1 in batting practice with your son? Right. So for some reason, 
you know, when I listened to that, that just showed up to me that that some of us can design from a chasing our tail and some of us can design from I have an infinite amount of time. Now let me reverse engineer how I, how I invest that time. Well, how's that show up for you when I say that? Yeah. No, I mean, I think, again, it's 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 a uh, it's good timing because it's a lot of stuff I'm I'm talking through as I'm writing this blog post right now. All right. With that said, then I'm going to take you through an exercise that I designed called Full Life. And the intention of this this exercise is to get you to think deeper on what a full life looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, what it smells like, whatever. And I think as as we get intentional about what full life is and isn't, I think it becomes easier to plan your week. So this is perfectly timed to your post on how you stage your week, how you plan it, your mindset for the week. So first question, and I'm smirking now because you have no idea what direction I'm going to go in with any of this. So so this is going to be fun Mm. to see you squirm. So first statement, not a question. It's fill in the blank. You live life to the fullest when you blank. You live life to the fullest when you blank. There are a lot of ways to fill that in. (laughs) Of course. Of course. But there's intent here. So you live life to the fullest when you blank. And again, the intent is for us to design a full life, a bigger future, an amazing week. So what you live life to the fullest when you blank. Feel both accomplished and uh, and reserve time to do what I love. Okay. With those I love. All right. So you feel accomplished, and you reserve time for love. Because to be clear, I think both of those are necessary. Because it, mm-hmm. if if I was just you know like oh I, I did all this stuff with this business and I feel accomplished and I don't have any time to spend with my family then that's a waste and that's not a good life for me. If I don't do any work, even if money comes in, like we've talked about this before, like even if money comes in, I'm not doing a damn thing, and I'm spending all my time with my family. I don't, and, and I love my family. They'll get sick of me. Uh, it, I don't feel as accomplished. I feel like. Um, there's something I'm not doing. So there needs needs to be some sort of balance in that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you in a position to dig a little deeper on that because I think a lot of entrepreneurs want to feel accomplished, but they really don't know what that is. You know, how, create, how for, to be accomplished. Yeah, for me, it's all about creating and, and getting okay. some sort of result for what I created some sort of positive result for what so, I create. So you live life to the fullest when you create? Yeah. Right? I create, I get uh, positive results, I get positive feedback about it too. So it's not just like numbers results, but like, oh, I really appreciate this. This really helped me. So that's how I feel accomplished mm-hmm. is that side of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. I like that. Now, the reserving time for loved ones. Like you live life to the fullest when you get to spend time with loved ones, mm-hmm. right? 
and, and and it's not only the reserving, but also when I think reserve, I think planning time, but I also think it's, there's other things. I mean, you live life to the fullest when what with your sons? Yeah, because I mean, these are like little things that, that all add up. I mean, I walk JJ to school every day. I, I pick mm-hmm. him up from school every day. Tonight, I'm taking him to some some baseball lessons, and that all starts at 4 o'clock. So basically, my work day today is ending at 3.15. Um, and so it's, it's, it's not it, – well, sure, and it includes like going on family vacations and all these, these big events. It also includes the little things and just being there to spend time with them, be able to coach Ryan's team. There's a lot because yeah. I, I would saw I would I'd say present for your family, mm-hmm. and instead of reserve time for loved ones, it is way deeper than yeah. that. It is. I even like the fact that you said walk JJ to school. Now, for those that don't know, John, you're in Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's cold there, oh, so walking JJ to school bad. versus. <laughs> <laughs> versus walking someone to school in San Diego where I live. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that's pretty cool. Um, you know that I like to categorize life in a few ways. One way is live, love, work, and play. You know, when I think about life, I design it by everyday living. I love what you love to do, people you love, work, the work that energizes you, and then play the fun you like to have. So with that framework, you know, you live life to the fullest when you blank. You can pick any of them. Is it play, fun? Do you, are you having a lot of fun right now? Um, I mean, I, I do, but not like in the, the typical way, right? It's not like I'm going out with the guys and going to the bars and partying it up and you know, all those definitions of fun, you know, we're, it's, it's, again, I, I love sleep. I love, I love being well rested. I love just to have time where it could just be a matter of sitting around with my family and just watching something or talking or playing a board game. So fun for me isn't, necessarily planning something and traveling somewhere to get there and like all that stuff adds stress for me like oh i gotta fight i gotta drive somewhere i gotta fight through traffic are they gonna show up are they gonna be on time and you know everything that goes along with planning an event i just like to be (laughs) that sounds some like aristotle statement of i just like to be I'll I'll round, I'll finish this question up, but I want to restate what I'm hearing too. And I I think you nailed it when you said you live life to the fullest when you sleep well or you're well rested, when you have the freedom to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I loved I loved right? Friday last Friday, and that's why one reason why we designed Fridays the way we do. Like last week was one of the busiest weeks I've had in a long time, and then mm-hmm. Friday came along. I didn't have anything on my schedule, which is intentional. And then I could do some work if I want to. If I want to just waste away that day, I won't feel guilty. So that, that was yeah. perfect. I felt great. Yeah, I like that too. And I think when one is designing the life, a full life, they have to define what a full life mm-hmm. is. 
And you just shared some of what your full life is. It's that you feel accomplished. It's that you see progress. It's that you hear positive feedback on your work. It's when you're in a creative flow, when you are creating, 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 whatever it is. It's when you get good sleep. It's when you do the small things in life of walking JJ or going to batting practice today or, you know, oh, and then the most importantly is that you get to do what you want. That's the beauty of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I think that you, if you're doing it right, you're designing a full life for yourself. And the first step is, is knowing what that is. So I, I thank you for dancing with this one a little bit because it is hard. It's hard to figure out what a full life really is. What's a bigger future look right. like? So with that, um, you, you kind of already have this answered this one, but I'm going to let you expand on it a little bit. Where are you at with your life right now? You know, I feel like my life has changed a lot over the last 20 years. Um, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm at a, a point where I'm more comfortable with who I am than ever before. I think that's, that's kind of like the whole coming of age. Like when you get older, you finally start realizing who you are and get more comfortable with who you are, I think. Um, but also kind of being more confident in what I believe in and what, you know, what I'm for and what I'm against. Uh, I mean, I just look back a few years and I mean, even three, four years. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm different. Um, but so I feel like I'm, I'm still, I'm still certainly growing, but, um, I think I'm definitely in a discovery phase where things are starting to make more sense for me. All right. I'm just taking notes as usual. Here, here's what showed up. I think you're doing you finally. And if I was, you know, if we were doing what a, a tweet and it was a quote from you, it'd be like, I'm doing me finally. I absolutely see that. I think you're doing you well right now. You are different for sure. <laughs> oh, you meant, you meant different. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, the growing, the curious and the understanding, I, I also see you are understanding more for sure. I, I think part of my curiosity on that question lends back toward you live life to the fullest when you blank. So it's more the status. Like you said, I live life to the fullest when I do da 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 da. My question is still lends to are you where you want to be with living life to your fullest? Like where are you at with it? Are you living there? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I'm, I'm cautious though to say that we should ever be at the point where we're exactly where we want to be, because then you can get into, um, you're satisfied and you're not continuing to grow and change and develop. Um, I think there should always be some minor sense of I need to achieve this or I want to achieve this other thing or. I want to experience this other thing that I haven't experienced yet, or I want to improve myself in this way. So I don't, I don't think I'm completely there, but uh, I think I'm definitely happier with where I'm at now than any at any other point. Nice. 
Where do you want to be five years from now? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. That's not a question. I think I, honestly, we, <laughs> I, I'm, so, I'm kidding. No, 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 I'm no. kidding. But, but we've a, talked about this before. I think the the one, one of the missing pieces is like doing something that makes a difference in the world, whatever that is, and and um, kind of leaving a mark that way. Uh, and not saying that we we don't make a difference with the business. I, th- I think we do, but um, doing something more. Uh, I think I always feel a little uh, dissatisfied if we're not doing. If I ultimately I'm not doing something that supports something I believe in. Mm. Well, that leads perfectly into the next question, which is. What has become clear to you about your life? Now, knowing you know what living life to the fullest looks like and feels like, you know where you're at with it right now. Now, what has become clear to you about your life? Um, and you just said leaving a mark. So leaving a mark, you can, you can jump with that one because that is what's become clear that you, you do want to leave a mark. So tell me more about leaving a mark. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I certainly want to leave, leave a mark, like, um, in areas that I feel, you know, change is needed or where there's, like, a, a cause that isn't getting enough support or, you know, whatever it means. I mean, I, I, I've i always felt like a, a backroom person as opposed to, uh, you know, so, someone on, at the podium trying to make it different. So it's probably something along the lines of being a backroom support for something. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's that. I mean, I think that another, something else I've realized over the last few years that I think we often have a difficult time putting a mirror up in front of ourselves and seeing things from another perspective of, um, what you're doing and like I, I feel like I took a long time to grow up um, and this sounds really weird and like almost like I've, I've been like a horrible person but I've been a kid for a long time and um, in terms of like being responsible and um, it's a lot of things I feel like I, I, f- I figured that out more and more of what I I don't want to be and like even the little things like the the language we use and the way we talk to people and we talk about others like I'm trying to change that, um, but it really wasn't until I don't know the past few years that I've like I look back. Honestly, Facebook's a big part of this. Like uh, the on this day and seeing what I wrote three, four, five years ago on this day on Facebook, I'm like, God, why, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You know, <laughs> but I, I I think mindfulness. It is very important. And that's something that I've witnessed with you, that that you are more mindful uh, of what you say, what you intend to do. And I would agree that I'm watching you figure out how to be an impact on causes. And you aren't a front stage person by design. I just think you'll, you'll get on stage very few times a year. <laughs> But I think you enjoy being a catalyst backstage, you know, and I think that there's, as we look at the next year and the next couple of years, this full life 
concept is about figuring out which causes energize mm. you. <clears throat> and we do know our family has you know, a couple of causes that, that are really important to us that have affected our family. So those immediately become causes of interest. But I also think that your influence can touch a lot of other causes too. And I'm not sure what those are yet, but I like that you still have it in your head about, you know, causes that need support. I also like the fact that the mirror moments, you didn't call them mirror moments, but that, that what's become clear for you is like Michael Jackson, (laughs) the man in the mirror, (laughs) but looking in the mirror. And I also think that, that you, are understating the importance of having people that observe you and share what they're seeing too. Cause I think that's part of what I value in our interaction, our relationship is that as in quotes, backup CEO, it's the second set of eyes on the situation, on the person, on what we do, what we don't do. So for entrepreneurs that are designing a full life, it is very important to put yourself in masterminds, put yourself in groups to and be vulnerable. I would say that's another thing that's become clear to me through the years with you is that you've you've done a good job of being vulnerable, but also protecting, giving, you know, putting yourself out there like everybody else is. Because this this space that we're in makes it really easy to copy bad habits of sleazy marketing things and, and affiliate stuff and on, on products you don't even use. And I mean, there's so much that can suck you into this marketing machine. Yeah. So I think, well, you know, and, and kind of along those lines, I, th- I think marketing is kind of the business of copying in a lot of ways, you know, because especially we talk about entrepreneurs, there are a lot of people who get it in, getting into this who aren't confident in what they're doing, not sure how to do it, want, want to live uh, a certain life, um, want to have more control over their time and everything else. So like, okay, how do I do this? I don't know how to do this. I'm going to do what that person's doing. They're, they seem pretty confident and pretty successful in what they're doing. I'm going to do what they're doing. And that's why I just repeatedly, top, from the top down, we've got copycats. And um, which is unfortunate, but you you don't have to. You don't have to live that way. And sometimes you stand out by not doing that. Yeah, that's a good point. So, what are you unsure of? Because it's I like that that you know what's clear to you. You know the the fact of you're growing up now, and and that you're surrounding yourself with people that share you feedback so you know you can grow what um, what are you still unsure about when thinking about designing a full life full entrepreneurial life and and i i'm trying to keep it short by just saying full life but we're, we're talking entrepreneurial I'm, sh- I'm sure about a lot of stuff i mean I'm unsure where's Facebook, Facebook going to be in five, ten years. Where's my place in it? Am I still going to have the uh, passion and energy to be doing this kind of stuff? Um, I'm unsure about how my life is going to change as the boys get older and they start moving out of the house and going to college, and all of a sudden we got an empty house. 
I'm unsure of a lot of things. Um, cause I, all, don't start crying. No, don't, don't start crying because I know you'll cry. No, it's just a, a realization <laughs> that this is, it's, again, it's a constant evolution, not just because of the way technology is changing and all that's changing, but the way, you know, what, what is important to me is changing. Because I can't walk JJ to mm-hmm. school every day for the next twenty years, unfortunately. So, oh, you're gonna ruin his dating <laughs> life if you keep doing that. <laughs> like, you gotta walk with your dad to school. <clears throat> He's not gonna get any any. And the play. reality is, <laughs> I've really only got two and a half years to walk him to school, and that, that's that's where you start getting yeah. me to cry. But so you know, uh, it, so there's there's still plenty I'm unsure about. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to do a side question cause this isn't in the framework that I, that I have created, but I I'm curious about this. When you talk about un, being uncertain or unsure, how do you embrace this uncertainty? What, what is your mindset for being unsure? Because a lot of entrepreneurs can't bear hug uncertainty. What, what shows up for you? Um, honestly, I've never been all that concerned as you know, cause I'm, I'm a crammer. So I'm, I'm not all that concerned about five years from now or a year from now, uh, when it comes to, you know, how things are going to change. Now, granted, it, it, it kind of conflicts with my other approach in that I'm not all about sell, sell, sell. I'm about the long game and, you know, helping you provide content and free stuff and eventually you're going to buy from me. But um, as far as everything else goes, uh, dude, the, the world is changing. There, there could be so many big changes to the world over the next five years, ten years, who knows, uh, that could impact everybody, automation, whatever. I mean, there's so many, so many things that could happen. Um, and you can't necessarily be prepared for it all, but you have to be ready to adjust at any at any moment. And that's kind of the way I see it. <laughs> I, I I can't stand when you call yourself a crammer. <laughs> I tell you, man. Uh, like the the training we did this week or last week, um, and not not to like put it all out there, but you know that was, put it out that, there. that was a brand new training. <laughs> And um, I started working on the first lesson. I mean, I think I truly started working on the first lesson the Friday before the Tuesday where it started, which sounds horrible. But again, I, I put in a t- I, there's a lot I know. It's just all about putting on slides. And then, uh, but this I really felt like was the best training I've ever done. Um, there were over 300 like 340 slides total between two lessons sounds like a almost overkill but i don't feel like i could have done it any better and you know that's you also have to just understand what is your what is your style well how are you most productive and effective because for me planning out something weeks and months in advance there's like something that doesn't trigger in my brain to to do it with the the same quality, I guess. I don't know. As like, now I'm not saying completely last minute, but last minute for some people. I know Andrew just freaks out. Like, if if, if he or me, if <laughs> Andrew, yeah, Andrew Foxwell, Foxwell, like 
he's he's got something planned out weeks weeks in advance. Uh, he could not do it do it the way I do. That's just because we're different people. Mm, I like that. All right, I have a few questions, a few more, but I want to pause. I want to take a step back because I want to share my answers a little bit because I know I ask you the questions, but I, I want to share the other side on, on how I look at them. So I'll go through them pretty quickly. But the first one is you live life to the fullest when you blank. For me, when I live life to the fullest, it's when I'm, I'm fully present and fully present in what I intend to do when um, sober. And when I mean sober, I don't mean like because you're smashed or anything like that. Just meaning clear headed. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm clear headed, that's when I'm living life to the fullest. I also, when I'm living life to the fullest is when I'm contributing, you know, when I feel like I'm contributing and, you know, helping people that that's when I live life to the fullest. Um, I also live life to the fullest when I feel happy. And I know that this idea of happy people like, Oh, well, is happy achievable? Is it, you know, is it fleeting? I just know when I feel content. Yeah. It, that's when I'm living life to the fullest. When I'm in my zone, when I'm in a zone, when I, you know, have a smirk on my face, that's when I'm living life to the fullest. Where am I at with my life today? As I was saying earlier, the whole design of live, love, work, and play, that's a, from a book called Design Yourself. And it's one of my secret books that mm. I use for years. And it is... It is my everyday life. I, I love where I'm living. I, you know, like the freedom I have. Love, you know, good friends, good family. Um, work, I enjoy the work. I enjoy the work that I'm doing. It's making a difference in people's lives. And play, uh, not too sure about play. I, I still struggle with what's fun. It was, yesterday was fun to, to watch the Super Bowl with a bunch of buddies and uh, drink a little bit here and there. Hmm. And you know, hopefully, win the Super Bowl squares, which I didn't win a square. Yeah, so we didn't. We didn't win that, either. Yeah, that kind of sucked. Yeah. So, so that's where I'm at with my life. What's become clear to me about my life is that that you have to practice it. And what I mean by practice your life is every day, knowing what you wake up in the morning with the routine and a ritual of what you aspire to do during mm. the day. And, and then at the end of the day, getting into a routine of acknowledging what progress or what has to be pushed <laughs> the next day right. and being okay with what has to be pushed the next day. So that's become really clear to me that it, you, ha- you have to practice. You have to practice your life. And what are you still unsure about? I, I feel like entrepreneurship is it's, it's like the, the sport of surfing where you have waves all the time and it changes all the time, temperature changes all the time, and you just don't know which direction sometimes the water is going to take you. So I feel that that's what I'm most unsure about with entrepreneurship in general, like with you, John. I don't know where we'll be in, in two to three years, but I do know this, we'll navigate mm. it, you know, we'll just like on a surfboard. And yet, 
And of course, I'm using an analogy that I'm, I can't swim, so I've <laughs> never been on a surfboard. And so, but but that's what shows up for me is that what what you're unsure of, you can still navigate, and that's what you've done a good job with through the years too. Is as adjusting to changes, even setbacks, not only just changes but setbacks too. All right, that's my check in. Now I'm going to get back uh-huh. to you. I believe in edges, and when you're talking about designing a full life, there are edges, there's rules, there's boundaries, there's places that you'll go and you won't go. With that said, John Loomer, what are you willing to do? And when you, and it's full life, and and I'll give you the opposite as well because you can bounce between the two. What are you not willing to do as well? as you design your full life. And I will state one to jog your memory, which it doesn't even need to be jogged. One thing you're not willing to do is be an affiliate for products that you don't use, right? Well, I mean, I don't know where to start with what I'm willing to do because, I mean, we're talking business-wise, life, what are we talking? Anything. Life. We could still say entrepreneurship. So let, let's just put the boundaries on entrepreneurship. Yeah, well, and and you you can say, go ahead. I mean, immediately when I think about what am I willing to do, it, it all comes down to how does it fit in my current routine. It is something that fits, and is it fit? So does it fit in my routine? Does it fit in my um, my core values? Um, and I mean, that kind of determines whether or not I'm willing to do it. Because, I mean, I mean, you need to come up with any business or life opportunity. Um, that those are really the two things that I have to ask myself before I say yes. Whereas in the past, I would have been like, oh, you know, great business opportunity. Yes, I can make make money. I can get seen. I can write. yes without thinking about core values, without thinking about whether it fits in with um, you know my routine. Everybody's going to throw everything out of whack. So, um, so you know, as far as what I'm not willing to do, then, is things that oppose that. Like, I, yeah, affiliate stuff. I don't like doing affiliate stuff, period. Uh, I mean, if you search my website for stuff that's, you know, four, five, six years old, yeah, you're going to find some affiliate links in there. But even then, you're going to see that I was uncomfortable with it. Um, and really, I only do or did affiliate stuff if I used the product and loved it, and that was it. Well, now I don't do affiliate stuff at all. So even if I use a product and love it, I'm not going to be an affiliate because I feel like that waters down the value of recommended son- recommending something uh, to my audience. If, if someone knows I get paid because they buy something, then it's like, well, do they really, are they really recommending this or they, do they just want to get paid, right? So... I don't, I don't, it's not like, it's such a small portion of revenue anyway. It's like, who cares? It's not worth it. Um, so that's something I don't do. I'm not willing to travel like crazy, be away from my family. Um, I'm not willing to do dishonest stuff. Um, I'm not willing to be like a crazy, pushy, salesy person. Eh. Uh, and that's just scratching the surface, I guess. I, I like those because that that little exercise gets you to a deeper understanding of you. And like you said, you're doing you. And in order to do you, you have to know where you take a stand. 
you take a stand. I don't do affiliate stuff. I I don't do dishonest things. I'm not into sleazy marketing. I'm not into pushiness. I'm not into begging. I'm not into over marketing. I mean, those are all things that I would say that you take a stand for what you're not willing to do. Now, I would add on what you are willing to do, you're willing to do the work. And I think that there's there's something to be said about entrepreneurs knowing what the work is that needs to be done. And John, I have to take a step even further back when you talked about your training, the day you started the training content, meaning putting the slides together, which was Friday before the Tuesday session, you had put in hundreds of hours of work before mm-hmm. that. And and a lot of people don't know what it takes to be a go-to on a topic, you know, your Facebook marketing. To be a go-to, you have to read a lot. <laughs> you have to sort through a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. You have to find legitimate resources, and it takes a lot of time to trust content, um, and meaning your research content. You know, to trust trust things to be factual, trust people to be factual. I mean, I think part of the thing that I really enjoy most about the PHC Elite and Basic it, it is a community of filtered. It's it's kind of a, a filtered community where the serious people stay, you know, the serious people who contribute stay and you can see who's doing the work. So I would say that what you're willing to do is a hundred percent still to do the work. And yeah, I'd say you're also willing to, Oh, I forgot the word already. (laughs) Slacker. You're what is it called? What do you, what do you do at the last second when you do things? Crammer. Yeah, you're willing, you're still willing to be a crammer because cramming works yeah. for you. So so as as we design, you know, our full lives, knowing what is what full looks like, knowing what's clear to you, knowing what you're unsure of, and then knowing the boundaries, you know, what you're taking a stand for, what you will do and won't you what you won't do is really helpful when, you know, getting into a brand new entrepreneurial venture or revisiting if your current business works for you now. Cause a lot of people started things and it's crushed their marriages yeah. or it's crushed their relationships with their children or it's crushed who they are. I think, you know, I like what you said earlier about feeling accomplished. That's what a full life looks like. Truth of the matter is you got to really search hard sometimes to find what progress looks like and early startups of, of businesses and even mature. We had a moment with you last summer. Didn't really feel progress. Even though we had a lot to be grateful for, you still kind of lost your creative spark. So this whole journey of, you know, starting a business or continuing a business or even stopping one, it, it has to align with the full life that a person wants. So I, I thank you for kind of going through that that framework. And as you know, uh, you know we're creating PDFs, worksheets. Mm. I'm calling them to for people for for people to take themselves through this. You know, to ask themselves, 
you know, these exact questions. I mean, I have it right here and I just, I just literally wrote out all the answers that, of, of everything that you, you said, John, about your full life. Now there is one blank. Whoa. What's that? I, 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 what next? Yeah. What next? Uh, that, that involves planning and looking into the future. Okay. And you know, you know, I'm, okay. not big, I'm not real big on that. Right. No, I know that. I know that. But but I think, you know, the what next box in in this worksheet is the biggest. Yeah. And it's the biggest intentionally because there's so much there's so many places you can go with what next. And you know, I know for you and I I'll put this out there cuz I love recording our future right now in PHC entrepreneur what next? Opening it up, opening it up to the public, mm-hmm. increasing the price point, creating more value, creating more collaboration, um, maybe a webinar, maybe a training. I don't know. But as we look at designing a full life as an entrepreneur, you have to think about do these new projects fit? You know, <laughs> I know for you, John, uh, for the entrepreneurs group, if it's going to take a lot of your time, a lot of your creative design time or creative juice, you kind of tend to say, oh, hold on a second, because I only have so much time. I only have so much creative, you know, spirit. Right. So, you know, what next? You don't have to answer it, but. What next? If something comes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I continuing to evolve, man. I'm not ready to say where this, what this is going to look like, six months or a year from now or five years from now. But um, I think we're finally on the right track. And uh, I, I think basically when I when I see it, I know what kind of thing. When when I see mm-hmm. that fork in the road of where this change has to be made, I mean, we've done that. We've done it several times. Right? Um, last year, just a matter of starting to uh, test out entrepreneurship uh, content. Um, matter of changing to this these training programs in general last year, um, and then this year going to this new structure of two session trainings and free webinars and PHC at a different price point. I mean, these are all things that. I, I couldn't have seen that, you know, three years ago, but it evolves slowly, and I see these forks along the way. They're like, ah, that makes more sense than that. We need to change it. So I, that's kind of the way I see it. Nice. All right. Well, that's all I have for the full life conversation. Today. All right, man. Well, thanks. And um, so for everybody who's listening, if you're in PhD entrepreneurs, just know that. Um, couple things yeah i'm about to publish a blog post that's just for phd entrepreneurs on a similar topic about you know kind of prioritizing your time and your schedule and you know what's important to you in your life and what's important to you in your business Um, but these worksheets are going to start to be made available as well for phd entrepreneurs jr's got to get them uh rebranded i think but uh, yeah, they're backup. They're backup CEO branded, but we're going to get them appropriately branded for. Yeah, you can have backup CEO branding on there, but we, you know, it's it's need ours too. But uh, 
so that's all. And we're going to be pushing PhD entrepreneurs here in the next couple of weeks, um, where it will be available to everyone for, for sign up. So be on the lookout for that. If you have any questions about it, email us at info at johnloomer.com. Got anything else to say, JR, before we close down today? No, I, I enjoyed this conversation. And thank you for yet again being vulnerable and uh, putting yourself out there without knowing really what we were going to go into. And for next week, now that I think about it, I believe we were going we're gonna to talk about rock bottom yeah, for entrepreneurs. Yeah, so when when entrepreneurs feel rock bottom on the way or if they're already in it and how to get themselves out of it. So I'm looking forward to talking about that next cool. week. Looking forward to it. Well, the bartender made last call, but I'm not even bothering. We can just get up and leave. We basically just took up space at the bar for the last 45 minutes. That's what happened here. Bartenders love it. Are you, are you going to tip them at least? <laughs> Something. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, do awesome things. We are out. <laughs>